Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411. Let's jump straight into this week's four thoughts. The first one is titled, The Greatest Skill in Breathing, plus nine more random thoughts. And here is the first one. The greatest skill in breathing, like in life, is knowing when to go with the flow and when to deliberately change it. That is a little thought I had uh, after a morning practice the other day when um, I was deciding whether I should just do natural slow breathing where I let my body set the pace or if I should use an app to guide me to the pace I was thinking about and uh, it made me think about how skillful of a choice that is to decide whether or not I should force a certain breathing rate or let my body decide how slow it should breathe. Um, and then as I wrote that down, I just started randomly thinking of other things. And so I made that into a quick little post. So if you go to the blog, the email, or the show notes, if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, you can go see that post for nine more random thoughts and quotes. I will spare you me reading them here because it would get too long. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, I think it's interesting and uh, I hope you find that idea interesting. Okay. Thought number two is different. It is titled Meditation in a Bottle, Random Product Recommendation. So Meditation in a Bottle is a tagline, uh, one of the taglines. They have several of this re this little relaxation shot I found from iCalm. So lowercase i, capital C, A-L-M, iCalm. Um, I stumbled upon it online. I think it was an Instagram ad or something, uh, silly enough. But uh, it looked intriguing, so I looked at it, decided to buy it because the ingredients were super clean and super neat, and I loved it, right? So now I take one almost every afternoon because it's so nice. It, uh, it clears my mind. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a nice thing. It's, it's like, it's relaxing, but you don't feel tired, um, sort of like meditation or like slow breathing. Not quite the same, right? But you get the idea. In any case, I have zero affiliation with them. Um, it just, they seem like a really cool company. They were, they've been nice through, via emails and stuff and a really cool product. So I thought maybe some of you would like it too. So go check it out. A little PS, uh, when I bought when I bought the product, the first time they sent like this email questionnaire. So I filled it out. I think it took like less than a minute. It was really short. And then they sent me a few additional bottles for free. That might be random. I don't know how often they do that, but be on the lookout just in case. Um, and that's why I say they were a nice company just because like they actually replied to my thoughts. I said, oh, you know, I, I, this looked really cool. I wish this or that. I just said a few things and they replied pretty quickly. And, and it was so it was really nice. I was like, oh, this is cool. It's like a thoughtful company, which makes sense since they sell a, a, a product of talking about meditation in a bottle. Anyways, I rambled on too long. Go check it out if that's something that interests you. Uh, if you're just fine with your slow breathing and meditation, then don't worry about it. But it's, it seems like a pretty cool product and I enjoy taking it. All right, let's move on to thought number three, whole life slow breathing. So regularly engaging in any kind of contemplative practice that slows down our breathing increases our vagal tone. You've probably heard that a million times by now, right? Slow breathing increases vagal tone. The best description I've ever read of why that's important though, right? Vagal tone is just a number. Why is it important? Well, the best description I found comes from Barbara Fredrickson, PhD, from her great book, Love 2.0, when she describes people with higher vagal tone. Here's how she puts it, quote, physically, they regulate their internal bodily processes more efficiently, like their glucose levels and inflammation. 
Mentally, they're better able to regulate their attention and emotions, even their behavior. Socially, they're especially skillful in navigating interpersonal interactions and in forging positive connections with others. End quote. That sounds pretty amazing for me, right? It covers every aspect of life. So I say perhaps we should call slow breathing by a better name, whole life breathing instead. But that's just me. And that's just the power of slow breathing, right? It just shows how you make this one change, but it has so many downstream impacts. You may notice the physical changes. You may notice the mental, the spiritual, the social, whatever it might be. Each of us is different. And so that's what's kind of cool. You just do the practice right and we get all of the benefits um, and, and you'll just notice ones that you need to notice most, right? Okay, let's move on to the fourth and final thought for this week. It's a little more nerdy on this one. It's titled nasal breathing, brain oscillations, and better cognition. And here is a quote, a key implication of our data is that the nasal route of respiration offers an entry point to limbic brain areas for modulating cognitive function, end quote. And that is a paper uh, Zolano et al. published in 2016 in the Journal of Neuroscience, I believe. I don't have it in front of me, but I did just read it, but I think it was the Journal of Neuroscience. Um, in any case, the study found that nasal breathing synchronizes oscillations in the piriform cortex, the amygdala, and the hippocampus. And those last two, the amygdala and hippocampus, are part of the limbic system, and they are regions associated with uh, emotions, memory, and behavior, right? So that's super important. And what they found is that this coherence in brain oscillations leads to improved cognitive function compared to mouth breathing. So that is powerful. The take home though is really just breathe through your nose as much as possible, right? But especially when learning or if you're in, emo in, in an emotional situation to help improve your brain coherence and cognitive functioning, that is pretty amazing, right? And a little PS to this one, this is just one of the many studies I'll be drawing on for the upcoming Breathing for Better Brain Health workshop. I'm hosting this Saturday, July 15th. It's just $50, two hours of learning, uh, basically a lifetime of, of practices you can draw on in, in knowledge and science. Uh, 50 bucks, let's see, it's 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, but I will be recording it and it's all on Teachable, so you'll be able to just access it anytime you want uh, if you can't make it live. Obviously, we all have lives and things to do, so I understand if you can't make it live, but um, I hope this is, I, I just did a breathing for better uh, emotional health recently, a better mental and emotional health a, a couple months ago and got incredible feedback. But the only thing people said is like, oh, you know, it's just the money, the investment. So I've tried to do uh, something a little bit smaller here that is really high impact, but shorter, two hours, 50 bucks, and hopefully you get a ton of good wisdom. It's not quite as comprehensive as the four-week program, uh, but it's it's mainly just focused on the brain here, and uh, and hopefully that's helpful. Okay, sorry, I rambled a little bit. I'm excited about it like I get with anything nerdy talking about breathing, but um, so I hope you'll check it out. There's a link in the podcast show notes, and then if that's where you're listening, or of course on the blog and in the newsletter, if that's where you got here. Okay, that is it for the four thoughts. Let's move on to the one quote for this week. It is a great one. Here it is. There is no single more powerful or more simple daily practice to further your health and well-being than breath work. End quote. And that is Andrew Weil, MD, 
one of my favorite authors ever. All right, and finally, the one answer for this week, the category is brain blood flow. The answer is every minute, this many liters of blood flow through the brain, which is about how much a standard wine bottle holds. What is 750 milliliters? And that little PS of that, I found that in breath by James Nestor a while back. I had it marked to, to use it as an answer one of these days, and I finally went back and saw it. So that's pretty neat. All right, that is it for this week. Remember, the greatest skill in breathing is knowing when to go with the flow and when to deliberately change it, just like in life, right? Remember that meditation in a bottle. Go check it out if you like taking supplements and things like that. iCalm seems really neat. Cool company, cool product. Um, yeah, I haven't researched it too much beyond that, beyond taking it myself, but uh, it seems legitimate. It's just a few ingredients and pretty neat. Um, remember, the point of slow breathing, right, uh, or this vagal tone increase is that it helps all aspects of life. So really, slow breathing should be whole life breathing instead. And remember, nasal breathing is key to synchronizing brain oscillations and improving cognition. And if you want to learn more about that, check out the Breathing for Better Brain Health Workshop this Saturday, July 15th, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, for, and it's a two-hour workshop. And as always, we end this with, even if you've been distracted, right, even if your mind has wandered, you haven't retained hardly anything from this uh, 411, is there one thing that stood out to you that resonated with you that you can take with you to bring more peace, more humanity, more love, more science, more whatever it is for you into this world to help make your life and the lives of people around you a better place. All right. Thank you as always for listening and I will see you next time.